Okay, reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 1. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sisuka Uvacha. Akuro Pichatamratrin. Madhupuryam Mahamati. Ushitva Ritam Astaya Payaya Nanda Gokulam. <clears throat> Sukadeva Goswami said, after passing the night in the city of Matara, the high-minded Akura mounted his chariot and set off for the cowherd village of Nanda Maharaj. Omigana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya. Taksur Unmulatamyena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanyamano Vishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Sapadantikam Vancha Kalpa Turubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo namo nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Brinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare. So greetings from Vasant Falls. Let's think of this better. Um, like I said, I'm I'm leaving today, but I'll stay another week up in Columbia County. I'll probably be back at the mid to end of December. So I'm going to speak on the Bhagavatam. This is one of my favorite pastimes. I spoke on it before, but the nature of spiritual text, it's not just ink and paper. It's a sound vibration that's personal and non-different than God. And therefore it can reciprocate with you. I actually wrote about that in my Monday morning greetings that the way the great acharyas would get all the details of Krishna's pastimes and his qualities would be that they would study with their intellect, but at the same time pray to each word because it is a service with your intellect. And therefore, you get beyond your intellect. And that's why bhakti is called the, bhakti is called the path of, of grace. Almost by definition, bhakti has to be the path of grace because you're trying to understand something that is causeless. And you can only, you can only understand things by logic that are under the rules of the world. That's how you understand the, the rules of cause and effect. But God is beyond that, those rules. So tadejati, tadnaijati, tadure, tarantike, tadsarvyasupayasa. Anyway. Tadejati tadnaijati, he walks and he doesn't talk. Tadejati tadnaijati, tadure tadvanti, he's near, he's far. Tarantarasya sarvasya, he's inside everything, he's he's outside of everything. Mayam tatamidam sarvam jagatav, by his potency, he's pervading everything without losing the sense of per, of his personal nature. So we can't just understand God by logic. 
it's reasonable, the concept of God, but reasonability alone does not reveal everything. Um, I, I, I gave that seminar in New York, Can God Be Blue, a, a, God be blue, a study of Krishna. And I, I answered that question, could God be blue? If there was a reason that God was blue, then he wouldn't be God because there would be something causing his existence. So when something is causeless, you can't have a reason for it other than its will. And therefore the concept of God is reasonable, but the direct perception of God is beyond reason. It's when God chooses to reveal himself to you. And I, I always make the point, we ourselves have that own power. No one can understand. Imagine developing a relationship and just trying to analyze someone without loving them and how much you know without the other person revealing their heart. And how many times the, the what we see and we analyze, there's another reason for it. That's very, very internal with the person. So God's nature is revealed. So, and therefore what I was saying, even though I've read this so many times, there's a reciprocation with it that gives you more. Each time you read the Bhagavad Gita, you will understand something deeper about it. These are books that talk to you. It's a fact. And we'll get into it today just to, just to try to describe all the meaning that can be in just one verse. So now Akura is headed to Vrindavan. We know the story that, and it's gonna to be told again and again because these points will come up that he was so sincere and had so much faith in God that he was able to endure serving the evil King Kamsa for 12 years because that was the only way he could stay in Vrindavan and staying in Vrindavan was the only, staying in Mathura and staying in Mathura was the only chance he had to, to actually come to Vrindavan. But you can't buy a ticket to Vrindavan when Krishna calls you, you go to Vrindavan. So he was waiting for Krishna's call patiently, understanding that even if he waited a million years, it wouldn't be unfair because there's no way you can pay, pay for God and the bliss that God can give you in your heart. beyond anything we can conceive. It's work because the goal is happiness. The goal is happiness. We, Aristotle said that the goal is happiness. Someone may challenge, no, this is the goal. Aristotle will say, no, that's not the goal. That's just a means for happiness. So the thing that has the most value is happiness and the highest happiness is God's nature. So there's no price for it. Or whatever price you pay, you're getting it for a bargain. Therefore, one of the qualities that's favorable of bhakti is utsahan nistayat dharyat. Utsahan nistayat dharyat, we're patient. We're patient because we realize it's not something that's cheap. When something is very rare, then it's difficult to obtain. And we all know that we work for something patiently to the degree that we have value for it. If it's something very cheap, we'll say, what's going on? What, what you know? What's going on? Why aren't you here? What's wrong? There's something very valuable. 
If it's just something you hired and they're an hour late, you say, where were you? But if it was the Queen of England, you know, two, three hours, you, you don't complain. I'm getting to see the Queen of England. So he had that determination and that deter and, and because he valued God. And that value of God and the effort you make to attain him, which is an expression of your heart, that can attract God's mercy. And that moves you to Vrindavan. And therefore, the, the chariot that a crew would go to Vrindavan and his journey was called Manorata. He moved by the mind. There's no physical distance to God. We're separated from God by a matter of consciousness. And that consciousness is faith. And the faith is the trust you have in the value of that destination. Pantastu koti satavatsara sampagamyo vayora tapi manaso muni pungavanam. You can go by the speed of mind for billions of years and not hit the toes of God. But God can come to you in a second. And therefore, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur made that very poignant or very powerful statement. Don't try to see God, but act in a way that God wants to see you. And Akura did that. Krishna was noting. And while he was waiting, he was serving Krishna's father. We're going to read later when his chariot starts moving. He said, oh my God, how is this possible? I'm serving Kamsa and Kamsa killed all the brothers of Krishna and Krishna is still calling me. He put his parents in prison and he's still calling me. I discussed this this morning, but I think only one third of the people, I'm looking at the, the, the list there, one third of the, the people um, were there this morning. He, he said, what so humble, the whole bhakti process is humility. And I mentioned this many times, humility means allows you to appreciate the, the love. And any of your parents, and you deal with children, if, if a child is humble, they feel so much love. But if they're spoiled, they don't feel anything, no matter what you give them. That sense of entitlement, that sense of ego, it checks love. So he had that humility and that hankering. And, and that was what was carrying the chariot. And therefore this pastime is so important because it'll be a description of the mind of the mind that carries one to the supreme destination. And that's why in this verse. Um, he's described as maha mati. Mati means mind. Just like the Sanskrit for Krishna consciousness, Sri Krishna bhakti bhavato mati. The mind, Sri Krishna bhakti bhavato in the mood. Sri Krishna bhakti rasa in the mood of one's relationship with Krishna. So He's described here as high-minded, Mahamati, the great mind. And what is that great mind? What is a high mind? No other thought than Krishna's name, form, and pastimes. No other thought. And the sweet aspirations of personally 
Bhakti is all based on desire. We're separated from God only by desire. When we want God, God is merciful. And therefore, he will certainly appear to us. It's just a question of what do you want? And that's the process of bhakti, increasing that desire. I want Krishna. I want, I want. Until that I want, I want, I want. As Prabhupada said, it should come, it should come to the point of, of like a child who, who's crying for his mother. We should cry for Krishna. And then we should attain Krishna. And we should cry that we've gotten Krishna. So he's described here, Mahamati. A great mind is only thinking of service. When we say he was meditating only on the mind form pastimes of Krishna, that was the result of a desire to serve God. Not exploit God. The absolute is meant to be served. And if you don't have that consciousness, you won't see God. Krishna is the center. If you think you're the center, how will you see who is the center? Anyway, <clears throat> what happened is, is just a, a short brief, because we've, we've gone over this, we saw it happen. It's very good to go back and, and really briefly. Narada Muni was interested that Krishna complete his mission. He's enjoying in Vrindavan, but he also has a mission. And he wants them to come to Mathura to really deliver his parents who have been imprisoned by Kamsa. He knows that Krishna is the Supreme Lord and that Kamsa can't kill him. So he incites Kamsa to call Krishna to Vrindavan by revealing to Kamsa that the Akashvani, the voice from the sky that came on your wedding day, that the eighth child came on the wedding day of your sister. When you were driving the chariot, the Akashvani came and said, the eighth child of, of your, 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 your sister, Devaki, will be your death. And somehow other, well, Kamsa wanted to kill his sister, but Krishna's father, the wife of Kamsa's sister, prevailed on him that he'd bring all the child to him and then convinced him that it's only the eighth child, don't kill the other children, although Kamsa did. And then when the eighth child was born, Krishna's father snuck him out of the prison and brought him to Mother Yasoda and exchanged the child with the daughter that Mother Yasoda was, that was born to Mother Yasoda. Um, and Kamsa never knew about this. And then Narada Muni told him and then he said, I have to kill Krishna. And then he made his plans to kill Krishna by bringing him to this great festival to attract the simple village folks. They're gonna have a great festival and so many things and, and that a crew would, would go to pick him up. 
and that he would come to Vrindavan. At the same time, in the team, he sent all these demons to kill him. He sent the Keshi demon to kill him. And the Keshi demon was killed. That's in the morning. And then in the afternoon, the late afternoon, he sent the demon Vyomasura. And then after that, the next day, Akur arrives in the morning. So here it says, that night, Ratrim, after passing the night in the city of Matara. So what happened was, What happened was, is that Kamsa told Akrur, you go immediately. And then because Kamsa was very diplomatic and you know he really needed Akrur to be like his man. And the, the nature of big rulers is they have political skills. They can understand people's minds and when you understand people's minds, you can easily control them. So he's very expert. So he said to Akura, look, please go and take this chariot. It was a brand new chariot. So he thought this will be really, a, wow, getting the So Akura, he goes but he's in a dilemma because if he, if, if he leaves immediately, he arrives in Vrindavan in the morning and then the residents of Vrindavan will see him and, and he'll create a big commotion. So he's very, he says, well, I can't leave now. Also, I don't know particularly, I haven't been there yet and there's no lights at night. Rather, I leave in the morning. But because Kamsa was so fearful and passionate and so unreliable because of that emotion. He said, I better leave now. But what he did is he just took the chariot to the outskirts of the city. And then it says here, Astaya. Astaya means situating, mounting. Astaya means, well, not exactly mounting. And then we know that actually it was a codice and they followed. We discussed this before when we began the pastime. It was a codice and Bhakati Madhavatiti, Bhakati Janani, the days of Lord Hari give birth to devotion. So in the Indian culture, people were very serious within that culture. They would follow these purificatory things. India is like, India is God's country. I, I remember one story, I'll never forget this. I took a group of young boys to Puri for the summer. And then on our way back, it happened to be the day after the fundamental Hindus took down the Babri musket, which they put over the birthplace of Ram. And they were paramilitary. They run India right now. That's the Bharati Janata Party. They, they're paramilitary trained. They're so incredibly disciplined. And I remember at that time, they were walking people from all over India were going to Ayodhya, Ram's birthplace, to take down that that mosque, although they weren't announcing that they were gonna take down that mosque. And then they were so, they're so organized. You see them in India sometimes training in the morning. I knew a man who was a high bank official who was part of the RSS, the, the, mili the military, paramilitary wing of the BJP. And he told me the training you'd have to stay up all night without sleeping. You have to spend all night without sleeping. And 
you can be attacked at any time. And it's it was like really rigorous training. So when they all congregated there, one person just had to snap his fingers and that mosque was down in an hour. They had it all planned. And there were Hindu Muslim riots all over India. And I was on this train, it's 48 hours, and all of a sudden there's no one on the train because it's actually it was a 24 hour curfew. So I had about 25 boys on this train when there's a 24 hour curfew. And the stop that I get off is Aligarh, which is the, which is the Aligarh Muslim University is the center of all this. So we, we get off there and there's no way to go any further. So I go to the police and somehow there's what's called a one meter gauge train and they send some police with us and I get on the train and this blind man gets on the train and there's all these policemen with us and we're on this little train and this blind man gets on and he has this oil can and a thimble and Stevie Wonder had nothing on this person, nothing. He started chanting, Raghupati Raghava Raja Ram, Patita Pavana Sita Ram, Sita Ram Jaya Sita Ram, Sita Ram Jaya Sita Ram, Raghupati Raghava Raja Ram. You know, it's right in the midst of this. And then I look and he had, he had a stick in his hand. So he was beating with one hand and with the stick, he was banging. And I look around and as he's banging, the policemen are just naturally like banging their rifles like this. It, it, and I just thought, man, this is God's country. In fact, I'll show you from, um, uh, I'll show you from this morning, but I'll show, some of you haven't seen this. This is God's country. I'll show you this. This is God's country. That's a gopa. That's a cowboy boy. He didn't look too worried, did he? So it was natural for a crew. And a crew is actually a great pundit. I mean, later on, it's such a story, but what he does, him and Kritavarma. There's Sudanu, a Sudano. I think his name is Sudanu. He's upset because he wanted to marry Satyabama. He wanted to marry Satyabama. And Satyabama, father was Satyajit. And Satyajit gave his daughter to Krishna. So he was always upset about that. And Satrajit had the Shaimantaka jewel. So Kur and Kritavarma convinced 
Sedanu, I think his name is, to kill Satrajit and take the jewel. But, but Sedanu was such a fool, he did in a way that everybody knew. But anyway, the end of the story was, is somehow or other, Krishna forgives him and then he has to go apologize Akura to the assembly and Ugrasami, they give him this jewel because it produces unlimited gold. And Akura was always having huge sacrifices and with this jewel, so much gold, and he was giving it all to the He was giving all the gold to the Brahmins. So he was a very, very religious person who knew all the rituals. Sadkarma, Nipano, Vipro, Mantra, Tantra. He knew all the rituals. So um, so he went and it was a codicy. So crew is thinking this is a new chariot. And when you love someone, you don't give him something used. You give to your servant some used clothes. You don't like this, there's, there's a big important person and you want to offer him a gift and you give him a used car. You don't give used things. In fact, it said Duryodhana was so evil that when he eat, eat, he wouldn't even take his own remnants. He would have five or six cups of the same thing. And if he wanted more, he would take from another cup. So Kuru was thinking, it, this is Ate Anugraha, this is the unlimited mercy of Kamsa that somehow he gave me a new chariot because he wanted to kind of enthuse me to go. But I don't want to use this chariot. I don't want to sit on this chariot before this chariot is given. This is love. The whole principle of love is you give your best. That's why when they, they criticize Prabhupada, that he, you know, some disciple gave him an, a... a, 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 a a new car. And they criticized and Prabhupada said, actually speaking, if, if, if Guru is God's representative, it should be gold. Because what's the principle of love? You offer the best. You offer the best. That's the principle of Sri Radha She's Mahabhav Sarup. She's the highest love, and therefore she manifests the best qualities as an offering. That's what love means. We offer the best. And that's what bhakti means. And that's why it, it, it doesn't, you don't have to be rich. Whoever you are, you offer the best, and Krishna will accept it, but you offer the best. If you have deities, you should offer the best. That has to be the consciousness. And you don't eat first and then give the remnants to God. In fact, in high-end deity worship, if even a dog sees the food, they won't offer it to God. If someone lusts over the food first, that's why when we cook, we don't taste things first. Some cooks find this impossible. So that principle of offering the best. So what, is, what does he do? It's a codicy. He doesn't sleep on a codicy anyway. That's the high-end standard that people 50 years ago, the sadhus, they would follow. Once a day before a codicy, wake up on a codicy, don't eat, don't drink, stay up the following night, don't sleep the next day, and only take one meal. So he stayed up all night, and what did he do all night? He chanted. 
he chanted. It's very interesting. We're reading this morning in the Chaitanya Bhagavat. Mother Sachi, Lord Chaitanya had to tell Mother, Mother Sachi found out that he was going to leave and Lord Chaitanya had to pacify her. And he did two things to pacify her. One, he said, our relationship is eternal. And that's the great thing in the relationship with Krishna. I remember with Ridayananda Maharaj, I think he came from a rich Jewish family in Beverly Hills, and his mother was saying, you know, we don't mind you take to religion, but why don't you come home and be a rabbi? Why don't you come home? You know, we'll give you a house, we'll give you everything. And he showed me the letter he wrote, our eternal relationship is with Krishna. All the other relationships are temporary. We connect them to the eternal by seeing them as Krishna. Husband sees the wife as Krishna's, sees the children as Krishna's. And therefore, it, 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 it brings the relationship to a spiritual platform. Hi, Bo. One second. Hey, Sachi. Great to see you. Can you clear on me, okay? Great. Um, I'm kind of leaving today. Packing up. Don Kaylee will come and he cleans up the place. It's great to see you. And you're in great shape. Wow, you lost a lot of weight, huh? Uh, I'm working all the time. Um, anyway, sometime when I come back, I, I have a disciple now in Hudson, so okay. uh, I think I'll come back in December and stay with them. But I'd like to come over and see your house. And Albany? your wife invited me, but you okay. had the COVID thing. Yeah, we're, we're talking. Okay, well, okay. thanks. Great to see you, Sachi. Very magnanimous Sachi Sutta, the service he's done. For over 20 years, he's given me this place and pays for everything. I mean, he bought the place. He spent probably seventy dollars to $100,000 fixing it all up, including a yoga studio for his wife upstairs and Bought the house next door, which the very saintly Mother Kalini, a few of you here know her, but she was a great lady saint, a widow, and he took care of her even when she had cancer. He would sit for six, seven hours in the hospital with her. And when she passed away, then he brought Raghunath, actually, here, pay for everything. I think gave him a house for a year to settle and, and see what he does. And then Satsrup Maharaj, who he, he bought the house across the street and bought a little house for their servants to take care of him. He's 80 years old now, Prabhupada's biographer. And then Rabindra Sarup Prabhu, who, who served selflessly in Prabhupada's movement, was chairman of the GBC and so many things. When he got older and needed a place, he got this. Uh, after Raghunath left, he gave him that house. So, I mean, he's done so much service for the devotees. So he, he came just to say hello to me. That's why I left. It's, you know, he, he's, I guess he's working really hard. So, okay. But it's such a nice, you know, example. And I have to say, I mean, I lived up here. I mean, he's a multimillionaire. I mean, he's got 100 people working for him here in Albany, and he's got a place in L.A. But honestly speaking, 
they have they had a, a simple house in front of here it's not like a shared driveway with people it's not a big estate and my place is better than where he stays so a, a great example you know and uh, his wife kaylee um you know she raised a family now she's near 50 and you know, our kids are basically out of the house. Not one kid is still in high school, and she now is preaching. She was the Madunga player for Krishna Das, <laughs> believe it or not. <laughs> Among her other talents, and now she gives Bhagavad's, Bhagavad Gita seminars in the area. So, and it always reminded me of uh, in Jaiva Dharma. There's one story. Jayavadam is a story about people. After the, after Lord Chaitanya, it's a novel by Bhaktivinoda Thakur about the generation after Lord Chaitanya passed away. There's one or two of, of Lord Chaitanya's associates still living, but mostly it's disciples of those people. And they're great saints, and they live in a very in Gojrundweep, the island of Kirtan. And, and it's a story about this guru and all the people that take shelter of him <clears throat> and as they come you hear the whole it's such a brilliant book all the tattvas the, the the truths the philosophical subjects of krishna consciousness from a to z to gopi bhav and beyond as he's instructing these various people so one of the persons that comes was a materialist and they tell his story that when he was in his village, you know, the, the Vaishnav culture is always to serve other Vaishnavs. When you're a Grihasta, you open your house and you, you feed them and it's, you don't even have the conception it's your house. I'm, uh, when I leave here the Sunday after next, Amal will drive me halfway and Toto will pick me up. And we go to this family and, and I've stayed there when I had no other place. They move out of their master bedroom. They have the conception. This is a titi Bhagavan. The guest is God. So, you know, I saw that. Uh, so in this story, what happened is this one person never served the Vaishnavas. And because he never served the Vaishnavas, his children became very miserly. And when he went on pilgrimage, they locked him out of the house and told him not to come back and stole everything. And then he somehow winds up with the sadhu. But that was a principle. The principle was that magnanimity of, the, of a family it has a subtle effect on the children. So I can see like that, there, you know, the children grew up, there was devotees, but there wasn't like a temple, there wasn't a Sunday school. But they saw their family always serving the Vaishnavas and it had an effect. Anyway, I just uh, I have to say some words about them because I'm so indebted to this family because you know, they gave me shelter for about 20 years. Now it's, a, it, well, now their family's grown up, but, you know, they have to use this place too sometimes. So I'll come, but it used to just be mine. Now I'll ask them if it's free and they're very generous. But uh, anyway, with this story, he, he sets off on this journey, Priyayao, his journey with enthusiasm enthusiasm when you go on a trip and you're looking forward to it, its enthusiasm but when you're going to Brindavan and he's thinking on his way now I will see the Lord of my life I used to go to Brindavan sometimes from Delhi by the too much by the Matara train and then get on the Radharani Express that goes from Matara to Brindavan it's a choo-choo train 
and there's only sadhus on that train, practically speaking. And I would sing that song coming into Vrindavan with that mood. Today I will see the Lord of my life. Jaya Radhe Jaya Krishna Jaya Vrindavan Sri Govinda Gopinata Madana Mohan Shama Kunda Radha Kunda Giri Govardhan Kalindi Jamuna Jaya Jaya Mahavan It's a, you know, so that mood. So you can imagine the aspirations, the joy. And where was he going? Nanda Gokul. Nanda Gokul, the place of the cows. Gokula, the place of the cows. Nanda Gokula, not just the place of the cows, but he wanted to go, and we'll see, he does that to the place. The first place he goes is the place of Nanda Maharaja's cows. Or Nanda actually also is the same root as Ananda. Ananda also means happiness, so he's going to the place of happiness. And what is the place of happiness? The place of happiness is the place that's centered on God and not oneself with other people who are centered on God and not oneself. And where there's that mood of service. Bhakti means service. The mood of a devotee is Availability for service. Okay, the evening, the afternoon class. It's it's it's, it's nice too. The story. So, anybody like to share any reflections? Haribo Maharaj. Haribo. Thank you for your class. I had a lot of them, but then you sang my name. So that sort of went to the top of the list. <laughs> that's, that's, where I got, that's where I got it from. Jamunajaya. <laughs> you know yeah, anybody yeah. with the name Jamunajaya? I don't know. I'm the only one as far as I know. <laughs> so that, that shout out to my top of the list of reflections. Like, oh, here it comes. You couldn't sing my name. So, thank you. Um, I have to say the you're, you're, you're you're speaking about that there is no physical you know there's no physical separation from from krishna from god it's only our minds that are separating us it's such a powerful reminder he's there all the time but we we put up the separation between him and us and it was such a powerful reminder so thank you so much for reminding us separation is consciousness and brings us there because it's another dimension it's not mm -hmm. the same dimension. It's not time and space. So how do you get to a place in time and space by moving in time and space? How do you get mm -hmm. to a place that's beyond time and space by moving in time and space? Prabhupada said it's inconceivable. But reasonably, God is inconceivable. Mm -hmm. It's reasonable that God is beyond time and space. Because if God was not beyond time and space, there would be something confining him. Mm. Okay, thank you, Jumunajai. I like this. There's a nice service you have starting off with the reflections. Thank you, Arash. You have so much to say. wait in silence for five minutes. Okay, good. Anybody else like to share reflection? Krishna Guru Maharaj, Narmasaki here. Yeah. Uh, I like the point you said that uh, the whole principle of love is to offer your best. It doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, just to give whatever you have, the best you have. I love that so much. Right. Thank you. Right. And I love your rice. It's the best. <laughs> okay. Anybody else?
Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, it's Missy. Missy, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I put my face on, but I had uh, a wisdom tooth pulled, so I, I'm too embarrassed. But um, I okay. I like the, um, I, all of your points were great, but I, what stuck out also today was our eternal relationship is with Krishna. All other relationships are temporary. If the husband sees the wife as Krishna's, it brings the relationship to a spiritual platform. Such an important point, isn't it? Yeah. Because it allows us it, it, to have that affection and it spiritualizes it. It's, it. It makes it also somewhat devotional. So that's nice. Thank you, Missy. And get better. Get Thank better. you, Marash. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Malati. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Uh, I love this class so much. I wish I could attend this one more often, but I, I love today's class. You made so many beautiful points. And one that stuck with me was the crying out for Krishna as, we're, as if we're crying out for our mother. That just getting to the roots of that deep desire, so powerful. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Um, can I ask a question? Yeah. At one point, you mentioned the story about uh, Mother Sachi uh, not wanting uh, Lord Chaitanya to leave, and he explains that their relationship is eternal. Yeah. I was curious, at that point, when he tells this to her, to pacify her, does she then awaken and remember that fully, or no. does she just take his word for it, you know, as a, okay. It, 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 it's something within the mind, but her emotions are so powerful. She's devastated, but she doesn't kill herself. <laughs> so it had some effect. I think if he didn't try to pacify her, I don't think she, I don't think she would be able to live, at least in the past time. But it's his eternal mother. That, that's why Lord Chaitanya says, we were this, we were this, we were this. And I'll never leave because I'll be there in the form of the deity. And I'll be there in form of the whole thing. Wonderful. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you, Malati. Anybody else? Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. This is Jack. Hey, Jack. Great. Thanks for class. Okay. Let's touch base again. I'm, I'm be okay. back in Jersey. Maybe we'll just call on the phone. And just see how we're doing. Okay. Sounds great. Thank yeah. you. Hare Krishna, Guru Dev. Thank you for the lovely class. Vajra Devi, Hari Bol. Hari Bol. Great. Who else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Tota Gopinath here. And Kishori Radha. Hi, Bo. No Priya? No, she's in her room. I'm not sure what she's doing. Oh, uh, okay. Don't tell her I asked. Okay. okay. <laughs> she's great. She's great. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Advaita. Oh, Advaita. Hi, Bo. Yeah, okay. Hi, Bo. I have some work for you to do when I come back to New Jersey because I, I have all these PDF of great books on my phone and I have to put on my Kindle. I'm sure you could figure it out. Yeah, I look forward to it, Maharaj. Okay, hi, Bo. Anybody hi, Bo. else? Hi, this is my... Oh, can you hear me? Who, who's, this? who's this, Rachel? Yeah. Hi. This is my first class. Jamuna Jaya um, got me connected to you guys. Thanks so much for coming on. It's such a pleasure to have you as part of our our, our sangha. And yeah. uh, congratulations. I heard that you got married. That also that you're going to be um, doing real nice service and helping those great souls, Raghunath and Kastuba. So, yeah. That's so wonderful to have service is the in the Bhagavatam when the cowherd boys come to the wives of the Brahmins 
and they say, you know, we have service for you. And they said, Bhadram Te, that this is the most auspicious thing. But the Brahmins couldn't realize it. But they said, Bhadram Te, this is the most auspicious thing. So that's great. Thank you for that. Thank okay. you. And I hope to see you again. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Okay. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Nice that some new people are coming. Great. <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Hi, Christian Gormaraj, Lalgavinda. And Braja, thank you for class. It was a really nice class. Thank, thank you. you so much. Okay. okay, this is like a new pose here. I usually get you guys on sitting down. <laughs> well, because we're, we're in my studio just trying to get stuff done, so we're on the phone. Okay, I'm glad there's not a festival because then I'd have to tell them to cook a feast. And <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll help your wife get that studio together. <laughs> He's helping. working on it. He's helping. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. December 1st is the opening. What? December 1st is the first day she's opening. Really? Yeah. What time? Hopefully you come see it. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it's uh, the first appointment's at 10. So, you know. I should put my lotus feet in the studio first. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, I, I would be honored. Okay, we'll make that. I have to come over. Okay, yeah, great. Thank you. But sometime. Lalo okay. Well, I will we'll, we'll, uh, calculate the auspicious moment. I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay. astrology too now. <laughs> medical skills. Okay. <laughs> Anybody else? Say hello. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank wow. you Thanks for the class. Thank you, Maharaj. Great. Great to see you again. Two classes. And I know, what time at night is it there? It's half past eight. Oh, it's not so bad. Okay. Yeah, it's a very good time. Thank you. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you so much. Wow, I, I really see that you're both so sincere in Bhakti that you, you want to hear and you come to all the classes. That's great. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you so much. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Gramaraj, this is Kadamba Mala. Kadamba. Okay, we'll see you next Sunday. Looking and, forward to it. And Monday, we're having a, a feast. <laughs> yes, I heard. I'm excited. Yeah, Tota Gopinath, he doesn't know yet, but he's going to be cooking his famous chili. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I'm going to break every health protocol in the world. Excellent. I'm going to make <laughs> fried things and tomatoes. And plenty of sugar. I just want to make sure that Bhakti Devi's not still on here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's left. Okay, good. Yeah, she's not here. <laughs> okay. don't, don't tell on me. Okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Shirupa. Shirupa, Hare Bo. Well, are you, uh, what are you doing next Monday? <laughs> right? I work till two. Oh, okay. We'll see. All right. Hey, okay. Krishna Maharaj. Oh, Catalina. Good to see you. Is yes, it, nice to see is you. It, is it still the um, quarantine there too? Yeah, well, there's restriction, but people are perhaps mm, mm, doing as they want. Mm. But, but I'm saying, do they keep you inside or people can go out? People can go out. People can go out. Yes. Are your girls There's... in school? No, they haven't gone to school. Even though school is open and and people are going like in intermediate days, but we are taking care of them due to our our their grand grandparents uh, to to keep them safe. So they're at home. Oh, oh because you don't. Everything want... is fine. Healthy. Because... That's. If they may infect the grandparents. You want them? Yeah. Is that very difficult for them to stay home? Uh, it's difficult, but but they with the with the technology, they meet their friends and they play. They have all those games with those um, uh, through the through the technology. Yes. Okay. Lots of games, so they are doing their social life still. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Give them my regards. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you for your class. Thank you so much for coming.
Wow. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, it's Don Cayley. Thank you. Hi, Bo. Don Cayley. Wow. Great to see you here. I'll, I'll come by this week to clean up. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay, great. Okay. Good. Anybody else? Okay. Uh, I have to go because I have to go for, to the next place. So fun to see everybody. Okay. Hare Krishna.